Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. When it comes to big or small projects around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Here they are, your Weekend Warriors, Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. I'm Corey Valdez. And I'm Tony Cookston. Welcome, and thanks for listening to the show today, Tony, or thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad to be here, because this show is one of my favorite shows. This is kind of one of those shows where we dream big and uh, talk about all the things that make us happy. Absolutely. We are going to give out a list of Christmas gift ideas, because Christmas is around the corner. Literally in a couple weeks. It is right around the corner. So if you haven't gotten your Christmas shopping done yet, now is the time. Make your way into a par lumber company. Pick up some of this cool stuff for the weekend warrior in your life. When I look at the corner, I can actually see green and red lights shining from around the corner. That's how close Christmas is. <laughs> well, all my Christmas stuff is up. I mean, yeah, you did that ready. fast. I did, did very fast. And I did it, looks, it before Thanksgiving. It looks so good too. Yeah, we were uh, we were gone for Thanksgiving, so we wanted to get it done the weekend before. Yeah, well, it was great. The first thing the kids wanted to show me, uh, come over and see our Christmas trees up. It looks so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely love it. So anyway, yeah, so today that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about uh, all kinds of gift ideas for the weekend warrior in your life. We've got them separated out into stocking stuffers. Gifts under $100 and gifts over $100, which, you know, that list of over 100 just seems to be getting bigger. Is stuff just getting more expensive? <laughs> no. So Corey and I worked on the, the list together, the two of us, and, um, and individually. And so I think that I added a lot of things that yeah, should that's true. be- Some of these are probably under 100 should be in the under 100 column, but I, I just kept adding them. I was thinking of things- and I felt like it was more important to remember my thoughts than to organize them on the paper. Because by the time I made a change, I forgot what I was thinking. Well, you know, you actually have some pretty funny ones on here. <laughs> Nine volt batteries. <laughs> you know, I feel like it's something that you just wish you had, but you rarely just think to stop and grab it when you're there. Um, As a gift? I mean, that's like the seven. That's the classic Seven Eleven gift. I forgot. And you're over there in the morning picking up coffee, a paper, and trying to find gifts. So you get well, like a Slurpee cup, <laughs> nine volt batteries. There are some things that really end up bad headphones. There are some things that end up in the stocking that are less like wants and more like needs. Sure, like toothbrushes. My wife does toothbrushes. There you go. Chewing gum sometimes ends up in there, or mints, or that Candies. sort of a thing. I mean, I feel like. A couple of nine volt batteries is, you know, not always a bad deal. In a note that says, "Change your <laughs> your fire." Yeah, your smoke detectors. Your smoke detectors. Change the batteries in your smoke detectors, and here's the batteries. No more excuses, right? Maybe. maybe how about this? Hmm. Maybe you change all the batteries in the smoke detectors, and you put the old ones in the stocking, saying, "I, I changed did. them." <laughs> I did Merry it for Christmas. you. Merry Christmas. That's actually a great idea. Yeah. See? I really do like that that's, a lot. That's a slightly better than a hug coupon. Yeah, so if <laughs> if some of our items that are uh, in the over 100 section are actually not over 100, we, we apologize. It's Tony's fault. It's it's definitely always Tony's fault. Well, there, there's, <laughs> there are some other good ones out here. Yeah. Uh, what is a creeper? Oh, wait, you know, I know what a creeper sure is. Sure you do. Your dad was- I a, work with one. Your dad was a mechanic. 
and uh, he, had, I'm sure, had creepers around oh, the house. Yeah. yeah. Um, I work with one. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. A creeper. I I do not own a creeper myself. I'm not really one to work on cars much. But um, if you're just if you just change the oil in your car, or if you just want to get underneath there and take a look at what's going on, a creeper is a great way to go. It's easy to store and it allows you to be on your back, move around underneath the vehicle. Without uh, without being on the ground or having to slide around, it it's a it's a I nice tell tool. tell you what, as I get older and I, I still change the oil on my vehicles, getting under there is a task. So I could definitely use <laughs> yeah. a creeper. Yeah, it's great. It's got a little it's got a little pillow uh, for the neck support, and uh, there it's a great tool. So it's here's a great a, tool. Here's the thing. This is uh this is one of those things that transcends time, because I just googled creeper. Yeah. I just was like, you know, I want to see a picture yeah. so we can all look at a creeper. And, you know, believe it or not, when you Google image search creeper, there's some weird stuff that comes up. But <laughs> Minecraft, you know what yeah. a mine, you know, the game Minecraft? I'm not familiar. Huh? It is a very popular game amongst the kids. And there is something in that game called a creeper. He's a he's one of the characters in there. Huh? <laughs> and they sell creeper things. Yeah, so, well, there you go. Here's that's another good, one that's, that's a good gift idea. Here's another one that's not on the list. It didn't make the list because we ran out of room or time or whatever, but um, it goes right along with the creeper, and that is a jack. Oh, yes. Whether it's a bottle jack, a hydraulic bottle jack, or if it's a, a jack with a, you know, a rolling jack or a floor jack, a jack is a great thing for a weekend warrior homeowner to have in the shop or in the garage. Well, and I'll tell you, if your weekend warrior that you're buying for is a garage type person, a mechanical, you know, works on cars sorts of sort of person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, a hydraulic jack, jack stands. Oh yeah, jack stands. Jack stands are different than a jack. A, a hydraulic jack actually lifts the vehicle up, but jack stands are the safety that you they're. they're Made out of steel, you set them under the you know the rails of the car, and it won't allow that car to fall. Or if the jack fails, then it'll sit on those stands. You never want to climb under a car that's only lifted with hydraulic jacks. Right, it's crazy. Yeah, a hydraulic jack can fail. It's a mechanical type yep. item. My grandfather but, but was crushed by not... a vehicle oh, no. when he was uh, changing oil or something. He was under, and his hydraulic jack failed, and it's. All the gas let out, and it it fell on top of him. That is scary. And he was pinned, yeah, so he he didn't get hurt, but he was pinned, and he had to have you know scream for help. <laughs> but uh, I I remember that story, so I never climb under my vehicle uh, if it's jacked up with a hydraulic jack. And another thing that is really good to go along with that is a uh, a wheel chalk. Oh yeah. So if you are jacking up a vehicle, the front. Uh, you want to put wheel chocks behind it because you never want to trust just the brakes. You know what my dad used to have? He had this set of ramps that were yes. super grippy. And Oil then, change ramps. Yeah, you would just drive your front tires right up on the ramp, and then it would the front tires would sit in a little cradle right up on top. And, uh, yeah, they, they were red. They were great. He used them a lot, actually. Yeah. My dad worked on cars a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, my dad had ramps, and he would let me pull the vehicles up on them. Really? Yeah, he would give me the, uh, you know, the... The wave forward, yeah. wave, 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 wave. Stop! Yeah. You know. No, I definitely didn't ever get to do that. That was a little scary as a <laughs> as a 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's some things that uh, are sort of mechanic-related 
or automobile-related things that, that are great gift ideas. If it's not something that the weekend warrior in your life has already, those are great gift ideas. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it is true. I mean, we get people all the time that come into Par Lumber, and then you see them kind of walking around, and you say, well, can I help you? Well, yes, I have, you know, my son-in-law or my daughter is a, you know, they work for a construction company, a framer, you know, what, should, what can I get him? Mm-hmm. And I love that because there are so many cool things that I'm sure that they haven't thought of buying for themselves. Yeah. You know, to me, that's what Christmas gifts should be. Buy stuff that they wouldn't buy for themselves. Christmas gift ideas for the weekend warrior in your life. You're listening to Tony and Corey, your weekend warriors. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Thanks for staying with us. If you haven't already, go check out our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We're at WW Home Show. We're recording the show right now for our video podcast. So go check that out. You can see what our muggly mugs look like. Muggly mugs. Muggly uggs. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's you fantastic. Can, go you do can it. listen to our podcasts on Spotify, iHeart. Um, also on iTunes. iTunes, yeah. Well, is it iTunes still or is it Apple Podcasts? Apple Podcasts. Yeah, they, yeah. they dumped iTunes. Yeah. It's kind of so, new... yeah, podcasts are available more and more. They're available all over the place. And I absolutely love that because podcasts are super fun mm-hmm. and uh, really help you pass the time. And I love being a part of it. It's really cool. Yeah. So that's uh, that's something to check out. So if there is a portion of one of our shows that you would like to re-listen to or... You know, want to send to somebody. We actually had a lady uh, send us an email the other day about listening to our last week's show. Mm-hmm. It's available on our website. It's www.homeshow.com. Click on there. All the links are on there, so it's super easy. You can also go to par.com, P-A-R-R.com, and click on the Weekend Warriors link. That will take you there as well. Yes, sir. So anyway, Christmas is around the corner, and if you haven't gotten all your Christmas shopping done for that Weekend Warrior in life, we're going through a list of tools today, and, and, and not just all tools, but stuff. We got a whole list of stuff. Okay, I have a challenge for you. I am going to throw out this challenge, and then you are going to have to reciprocate, okay? okay? I am going to tell you about a Christmas gift that I know you want. How about that? This is me paying attention. Okay. Corey would love to have in his arsenal of tools a joiner. Oh, my. I we would, have yeah. recently had a project where a joiner would have really helped us out. We ended up having to sort of source out that part of the project in order to get that done because it wasn't a tool we had. We didn't really have time to try to find one on the cheap. So uh, we had to source that part out. But you did mention to me it was something you'd like to have. Tell me how a joiner works and what we needed it for. So uh, breaking out this, this is would be a, a joiner is something for a woodworker you know, the woodworker in your life. And they're not cheap. <laughs> they, you know, the cheapest jointer you could buy would be $400. If it's new. Yeah, new. I mean, sure, you could buy used. I feel like we tracked one down on uh, Craigslist or something for about 400 a, miles away. For about 150 bucks. But, it, you know, I'm just saying it was used. And 
Yeah, but it's not That's one of how the, desperate we were. It's in not the moment. <laughs> typically a tool that the average, you know, weekend warrior would own. Right. This is something Tony and I, I've been doing doing woodworking for years and years and years, but I've just never bought one. And what it is, it it planes the edge of wood. So if you have a piece of lumber like we had, we were building a table out of black walnut. And the edges of the walnut were live edge. Right. We went to the store, Gobi Hardwoods in uh, northwest Portland, mm-hmm. and bought this lumber. It was straight off a, a bandsaw mill. Yeah. And it was kiln dried. We brought it home. Absolutely gorgeous lumber. But it was not square. It was not it, flat. It was, it was rough sawn. It was rough. Yeah, so it, wasn't, we, it wasn't any of those things except it was, a, it was you know, just really, yes. it was a diamond in the rough. It was stuff. gorgeous. So we did every trick in the book that we could think of to get square lumber with the tools that we had. And we employed a straight edge and a saw and we sawed that and then we put it on the table saw and tried to square it up as best we could. It was really close. It was close. It was really, really close. But honestly, it was close enough for my standards and not close enough for not Corey's. mine. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Man, we need a jointer." And Tony said, "What in the world is a jointer? Yeah. Why would you need that?" Right. Well, so essentially, what it is is it's two pieces of cast iron on a table, like a long table. Usually, they're about anywhere between four feet and six feet. I mean, they can get really big. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, three to four feet long would be typical. And on one side, that, that cast iron plate is slightly higher than the other side by like, you know, maybe a sixteenth of an inch. Mm-hmm. And in between those two is a rotating blade or set of blades or helical blade. There's all kinds of different, you know, versions of, pl- you know, plate joiners. And what you do is you take that piece of lumber, put it on edge and slide it across from one side the lower side to the higher side, and it flattens that board out. You know, sometimes it takes two passes, three passes, ten passes, and if there's any wave in that side side of the board, it will take those out and make them completely flat. Mm, interesting. So when you're gluing two pieces of wood together, it's flat to flat. Right, right. So that's what we really needed to make that tabletop, and we didn't have it. No, we didn't have it. So I absolutely want a joiner. Yeah, that's but the a, one I want is about fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> that's a very big gift, but that's what Christmas is all about, right? That's when these types of things happen. Yeah, like Miracles. I was saying before the break, the, the things that I feel like you should get Christmas gifts for somebody. The the thing that you should get them is something that they wouldn't typically buy for themselves. Right, like, exactly. Oh, would, I'm not going to get that for myself. That's maybe overindulgence, or it's too expensive, or whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah, I, agree I like with getting that. those gifts. Yeah, that's a great gift. I agree. Okay, so we've got a list, a lot of things, um, under 100, over 100, stocking stuffers, and then sort of some miscellaneous type stuff. But let's uh, just jump into a category here and start talking about some of the stuff. Let's knock out some of the under $100 items. Yeah, that's a good plan. I like that. I mean, that. that's people like to go out and spend 20, 30, 50 bucks. You know, maybe if you have a gift exchange. I tell you what, we go to a gift exchange every year, a Christmas gift exchange with our friends, and I hate to toot my own horn, but my <laughs> gifts that I bring are yeah. always the most popular. Yeah, you you're know, a the, great you, gift getter. They open them, they get stolen, then gift they get giver. stolen again, because I choose items that are in our price range, but I get 
useful things. Like at Par Lumber, I'll go over and grab a Fat Max tape, mm-hmm. tape measure that, you know, I'll see when it goes on sale and I can grab it. It's under 20 bucks. You know, we have a $20 limit. People love those. Those are great gifts. Mm-hmm. We did a uh, tape review, uh, a video, YouTube video of, of reviewed different types, brands of tapes, and what we thought were great about them and and maybe some of the things we thought weren't great about them. One of the tapes that was in our top two was a Kamelin. Uh, and the Kamelin tape is a very inexpensive tape, but they really make a good tape, in my opinion. Well, it just so happens that right now at Parlumber, they have a brand new Kamelin I've tape. Seen it. It's got a white rule, which we really like the white mm-hmm. rule, and it's also got a little LED light on it. So if you're working in low light or in a corner or something like that, uh, you could just with your right, your middle finger there on your right hand or left hand you're using. Squeeze that little light, and it lights up the blade, which is really, really nice. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's a good, uh, and it's not expensive. No, it's nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's ten bucks. Yep, that is a great gift. Great, it's a gr- great stocking stuffer. Fantastic stocking uh, stocking under a hundred. Yeah. So uh, yeah, how about how about this, a Vaughn hammer? Yes. Vaughn is a great brand of hammer. There's lots of different brands of hammers out there. We sell lots of different brands of hammers, uh, but Vaughn seems to be the I don't know, maybe the industry leader. I think so. I mean, they make a great hammer. They really make a great hammer. You know, Estwing, Vaughn, uh, Delugi, those are all kind of the big manufacturers yeah. of hammers. Uh, but Vaughn, you know, made in America. They've been around for eons. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about the different types of hammers. Because when you walk into Par Lumber Company and you look at the hammer wall, yes, we have a hammer wall. Yeah, so many. There's... How, 20 different hammers yeah. from in different weights, different faces. Let's take a minute and talk about the different faces because you might walk in there and say, I need a hammer for my weekend warriors. Well, it, there's going to be questions. What kind of work do they do? Right. Mostly. Right. So let's run through that a little bit. Yeah. Finish, finish work, for example, you're going to have a smooth face on your hammer, whether it's a heavy or a light hammer, whether it's got a long handle or a short handle, a smooth face is going to be for finished work that you don't want to get marred up when you're driving your nails. And then adversely, of course, there's a mill face. And a mill face would be for something that's not a finished situation, something that could potentially leave marks, but it's not going to bother you because it's going to be covered up with finished work after. Also comes in different lengths, handles, different uh, weights of the head, and then so much more even beyond that. And actually, we have to take a quick break. So we'll take a break, come back, finish out talking about hammers. You'll sit in Tony and Corey, your Weekend Warriors, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show built by Par Lumber. Thanks for staying with us. Today we're talking about Christmas. It's right around the corner. We've only got a few weeks. So Tony and I are giving you a list of Christmas gift ideas for the Weekend Warrior in your life. But before the break, we were talking about hammers. It's amazing how many different types of hammers there are. Smooth face, milled face. And what we mean by that is when you grab the hammer, the hitting surface, the metal hitting surface that's on the thing of the front of the hammer, that's called the face. The head. The head of the hammer. Mm-hmm. 
A smooth face hammer is for finish work, like we said, something that you want to hit and not leave a mark. There's also a milled face hammer. That's for more of like framing. And what that is is like those waffle marks that you see on the front of the hammer. That allows it to grip nails as you're hammering in framing nails into lumber. Because you're doing that harder and faster with bigger nails. Correct. And uh, it's more important that your that your hammer really grip the head of the nail and less of an issue that it overdrives and mars up the wood. Right. And we would call those typically a framing hammer. So if you came in and you're the person you're buying this hammer for was a framer or they worked with you know, building things out of framing lumber, a framing hammer would be good for that. Right. Not necessarily a smooth face hammer. You could, uh, but, you know, it's yeah. that's what that is for. Right. Uh, there's also uh, rubber mallets, wooden mallets, mm-hmm. dead blow mallets, uh, sledge hammers, a ball peen hammer, which is more for a, a metal worker, um, a maul. What is a maul? A splitting Tony? maul. A splitting maul. Yeah, it's got a uh, it's got a sort of dull axe face with a on one side with a sledge hammer on the other side. Sounds dangerous. And you will uh, drive a splitting maul into a round of wood, for example, and then you can hit the top of that. You know, if you've probably swung an axe at a piece of wood and you hit it, and it's like it didn't even affect it, right? Totally. And you hit it a hundred times and it doesn't affect it. You drive a splitting maul in there. And then beat on the back of the splitting maul with a sledgehammer, and it drives that maul down through that wood. So you can split the most stubborn wood that way. Hmm, good to know. I never split wood, so. No. <laughs> we actually have uh, on the list also, in a different place, because it's more expensive, um, a hydraulic wood splitter. Have you ever seen one of those? I have seen. I've never operated one, because I don't split wood for any reason. Yeah. But for the, you know, if you had a person in your life that was splitting a lot of wood, that would be a good very expensive. It tends to be something gift. that outdoorsy type people will do to make a little side money. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll um, they'll fall trees on somebody's property, and they you know all they want is the tree to get gone, and then they'll haul it off. And anyways, they get this hydraulic wood splitter, and you take those rounds after you've used your chainsaw, your Makita chainsaw to saw them all up, your cordless Makita chainsaw uh, to saw those all up, and then you put those rounds in there, and it splits them. It's quite a deal. It makes really short work of something that would otherwise have probably turned you yeah. in, into somebody stronger. <laughs> <laughs> like working on your cabin. Yeah. That's where I think you would s- split a lot of lumber yeah. working on your cabin. I agree with that. Uh, you know, next on the list here, we have a Fat Max tape measure. I mentioned that earlier. That is the quintessential best tape measure, in my opinion. Uh, you can pick one up for under 25 bucks. I highly recommend it, just a standard 25-footer or a 30-footer. It's when they get a little big, big. I think the 35-footer is the same tape, or the same size as a 30-foot tape, but they put an extra five feet of tape in it. The case is the same size? Yeah, and it gets uh, a little heavy. A little heavy, but it also gets um, kind of winds up in there poorly mm-hmm. so i know people that d- actually dislike the 35 foot tape for mm. that reason well yeah tape measure is a great gift for the weekend warrior in your life absolutely a tape measure we have tape measures all over in my in my house i'm sure Corey, i know for a fact has tape measures all over his house there's one for every room <laughs> i try to or two for every room because yeah. when you walk out to the garage to make that cut and you've left it or you've left it in the garage and go back to your project <laughs> yeah absolutely 
Uh, here's another one that's maybe a little less known, or, or maybe its its brother is a little more commonly known. This type of year, you're putting up Christmas lights. Corey's be putting up some Christmas lights. And uh, if you haven't taken cup hooks and put cup hooks all of the places where you want to hang your lights from your house, then you might be using a squeeze stapler or a hammer tacker or something like that to staple those up. Now, I want to just make a side note here. If you're stapling up your Christmas lights, you need to be very careful because it's very important not to drive a staple through the cord, which I'm, I assume everybody knows that, but it's, uh, it's notable. It's actually not recommended to install Christmas lights with a staple gun. And yet, Clark Griswold did. <laughs> and we all know how that turned out. Yeah. Staple gun is a, is a great tool for so many different reasons, reupholstering and uh, for just attaching things. Uh, it's a very squeezed arrow makes a squeeze type stapler, like a T50. Otherwise, a hammer tacker is like a stapler, but you swing it. And when it makes contact with the thing you're stapling, then it drives the staple. Yeah. It's very I, easy to use. It's kind of a kind of a specific tool for, yeah. for that type We've of work. We've used a hammer tacker uh, on our projects, installing felt paper on a roof uh, or insulation into a into a bay. You know, you can flip those tabs down and, and hammer tacker the the paper tabs on insulation. It makes it super easy to install. Yeah, I agree. It's a great tool. Not expensive. Uh, 25, 30 bucks maybe. Yeah. It's a cool tool. It's a, that would that that definitely uh, would be a one that I would want. Here's something that would be a great gift idea for me and not for Corey. Corey, this is a drill bit set. A drill bit set is something that everyone needs. Corey has uh, 422 drill bit sets in his garage. He has more drill bits in there probably than he has anything else. Can never have enough. He has an entire cabinet devoted to drill bit sets. So many drill bit sets. Well, I'm super jealous. Drill bit sets because there's different types of drill bits. Yeah, I, this you, I know. You know, you have uh, concrete drill bits, you have wood drill bits, you have metal drill bits. Uh, but, you know, like spade bits are a totally different bit set than your standard wood drilling bit set. You have auger bits, tile bits, concrete bits. Yeah, there's just so many. You got to have a full set of each because yeah. you never know what you're drilling into. <laughs> and you can just run out there and say, uh, hold on, I have a set for that. Be yeah. right back. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If anybody has said, I've got a set for that, it's Corey. He's got a drill bit set for everything. It's a great gift. Drill bits break. They get lost. They, they end get up, dull. They get, they get dull. They end up in the wrong drawer or, uh, you know, somewhere lost. Drill bits are is a great gift, not expensive. Easily Easily under $100. You just Easily. need to know what the drill bit is going to be used for or get a couple. Get a metal drill bit set for drilling metal and a wood bit set for drilling wood. Yeah. And th those are great gift ideas. Going along with that, a bit set. Not a drill bit set, but a regular bit set that comes with, you know, multiple bits of each. Phillips and flathead and, you know, torques and square drive. Everything under the sun that you would ever need to... Uh, screw or unscrew into anything, a a bit set. Yeah, those Very also useful. those also seem to get lost or break or they just get they get worn out so that they just don't grip the screw head. I mean, mm -hmm. it's so important to have a bit that is gripping the head of the screw that you're using. 
it's so important. You could say, I got a number two Phillips drive, but if it's five years old, round it out, it's probably just going to cause you more headache. Oh, yeah. And they only cost, you know, 50 cents a piece or whatever. So a really good set of bits like that for the drill and is I a will, great gift. I just will quickly say, get a quality set. You go sometimes and they have these really cheap, you know, three or four dollar sets with, you know, 50 bits in them. Those things are garbage. I mean, they really are, unless it's like on super duper sale or something. But it's also notable that if you're using them with an impact wrench, that they do make impact bits for impact wrenches right. and regular bits for a regular drill or a screwdriver. So that that those impact bits do work better. They are harder. They're a little bit more expensive, but it's worth it, yeah. in, in my opinion. Yeah, last set there I would do would be a socket set. Oh, you can yeah. always do with a good, nice, new, full, complete socket set. All right, we've got to take another quick break. When we come back, more Christmas gift ideas. Your Weekend Warriors, Tony and Corey. Don't go away. to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for sticking around. It's almost Christmas time, so Tony and I are giving out a massive list of Christmas gift ideas. Before the break, we were talking about drill bit sets, uh, Socket set was the last one I gave out, but so so many good ideas there. What's the next one on your list, Tony? I think the next thing I want to talk about is something that you would find in a in a tool bag, right? If you're doing anything at all with wood, or I mean, even you can use this for metal as well, most commonly probably for wood, but this is something you everybody's gonna to want to have in their tool bag. And if you don't have a tool bag, a tool bag. <laughs> yeah, that you know that is the number one thing on my over one hundred dollar list is a good set of tool bags, specifically Occidental. Yeah, Occidental leather tool bags are the bar. I mean, they're the they are the tool bags that you would buy that will you would hand down to your grandchildren. I think that's what I would take away from a conversation or several conversations I've heard over the years is that an oxi- a set of Occidental bags is a set of bags that you're not just buying for yourself. It's a set of bags that you're buying for yourself that could belong to your children or your children's children. These literally will last forever. If you are in the business, you're a framer, you frame every day, then you could wear out a set of bags like that. You could feasibly. Yeah, I've seen guys replace them after 10 years or longer. Yeah. yeah. But if you if this is a set of bags that you bought for yourself and you're just a weekend warrior, chances are you will not wear them out and you'll definitely be able to hand them down. They are quality made bags that are not super inexpensive by any means, but they do everything you want them to do. Yeah. These are bags made for professionals and uh, they have everything you need. Yeah, you expect to pay between two and three hundred dollars, depending yeah. on the set that you get. And they have a lot of different options. Tons for the electrician, for the plumber, for the framer, for the you know they have woodworking vests that you can wear as vests that have different pockets for just you know very specific things. So I think if you go to the website, is it still Best Belt? 
I'm not sure. I think it uh, used to be bestbelt.com. Spelled Occidental, O-C-C-I-D-E-N-T-A-L, Occidental. And they make leather bags. They make, um, I don't know, those uh, Gore-Tex bags maybe or nylon bags. Um, they make uh, light bags, heavy bags. You yeah, name they do it. They have hand tool carry bags. So, like, uh, that's another thing on my list is a tool bag that's more of like a tote. Yeah, tote. I have a tool tote in my garage that I have the essential tools in. We've done a show about the essential tools. Yep. And I've actually talked about this specific thing because I use mine all the time. If I have a small project on the other side of the house, I don't like running from the back corner of my house out to my garage, back to the back corner, back to my garage. Yeah. I have all of those essential tools in one place, and it's in a little square tote that has all of these pockets in it, you know, and I have little things in there and I could just take it with me. Right. Occidental makes those. I mean, those things are sweet. One of the things that makes that tote for you um, work really well is that you have redundant tools in there. You don't have to go to that tote to get a tool when you need that specific tool. You have that tool in that tote and you have that tool available to you where you keep it stored normally. So that tote is got those essential tools and just those essential tools. And that's in addition to all of the rest of your tools and your other essential tools. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's what makes that. I also have that same tool bag and uh, mine's a little different, but uh, it's got my essential tools in it and we have it available for whenever I need it. I can take it to wherever I got to go with it. You know, I'm on the Occidental website right now. It is OccidentalLeather.com. Uh, but all of these things are available at Par Lumber. Yep. If they're not on the shelf, anything in here can be special order from Occidental. So just keep that in mind. It does take a little bit to get them. So now's the time. Yep. Get in. Absolutely. Occidental tool bags are a great, great product. I see something I'm going to add to my Christmas list, as a matter <laughs> of fact. I love that. So uh, the first thing that I put in my tool bag, which I feel like is so very important, is a speed square. I have multiple speed squares. I have plastic speed squares. I have metal speed squares. I have big speed squares, small speed squares. I love speed square. A speed square is a tool that is uh, multifunctional, but it's so easy to grab, put it on a square surface, get a 90 degree mark for making a clean cut in the simplest of applications. Yeah, I use mine as a straight edge for cutting with my saw. Uh, it's a very, you know, versatile tool, but I honestly have to say, Tony, yours is probably more of a slow square. Oh, well, it's true. Uh, I definitely like to measure three times and only have to cut twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, some other things that I keep in my little tool bag is as an essential uh, would be an electrical tester. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of projects around the house and replacing old lights, old fixtures, old switches and those sorts of things. It's pretty common. Yep. I mean, I've replaced tons of them. Yep. A, an electrical tester, what it does is it's just like a little tool that measures to see if there's electricity in that thing or whatever you're working, you know, on. working on. You put you push a little button, you stick it in there, and it'll either flash or beep or do something to let you know that, yes, there is, in fact, electricity in this box. It is unsafe to put your fingers in there. I highly recommend it. Those things are like Very 10 inexpensive, bucks, yeah. And if you have anybody that does any sort of work like that, an electrical tester 
Done. Yeah, need, need to have one. It's a great. It's a great gift. Uh, they make a, several different kinds, and and some of them have different options. Uh, you can actually get one that doesn't require pressing a button. You can just uh, it just lights up or vibrates when you get near um, when you get near a current, and then you don't have to worry about mine specifically. You have to push the button. <laughs> Tony did not know uh, that. Yeah, I didn't know. Mine doesn't have a button, so. Uh, Say getting shocked hurts. <laughs> it was a. Are you saying it was a shocking experience? It was very working with Tony is a shocking experience. Painful, painful. Yeah. Well, anyway, we had it. We used it. We just didn't use it right, and that's important too, as well. <laughs> uh, read the instruction manual. <laughs> Here's another one, Corey. This is a great gift idea um, that it, I feel like gets used by anybody, any weekend warrior. Uh, is a nice set of clamps. There's quite a few different kinds of clamps, but another thing we ran into when we were working on this table project that that uh, we did is uh, we needed clamps. You have clamps, a lot of clamps, but in this case, we needed a specific kind of clamp, and you had and they some. needed to be long. Yeah, you had some, but clamps. not quite enough, so we kind of had to combine our efforts, but we ended up getting them. But wood clamps are great. There's the kind of wood clamps that you just squeeze for small projects, little squeeze clamps. There's, uh, of course, bar clamps or pipe clamps that can get kind of long, um, quick clamps. There's these uh, C clamps. What what do you use a C clamp for? Well, anything. You know, it, it really, it's just dependent upon what you're clamping and to what. You know, you could use a C clamp if you were clamping a piece of wood to a tabletop um, or two smaller pieces of wood together because you have... You know, the C portion of that, there's a throat, essentially, and it just whatever fits. And so, sometimes having the right clamp for the right situation is invaluable. For instance, the clamps that we actually had to go and buy to build that tabletop. Yep. We couldn't have done it without those specific clamps, you know, and I have small ones. Uh, I have longer ones now. Um, I have... C clamps. I have just, you know, there's a, just a multitude of uses for all different clamps. And you ask any woodworker, there's never enough. Yeah, there's never you enough. Never clamps. have enough wood clamps. So many clamps. So, yeah. I definitely recommend that as a gift. Okay. How about this one? The biggest, most essential clamp of all of them. It's not called a clamp, though. How about a vice? Ooh. The biggest clamp. Yes. A monster clamp. I love a bench vice. A vice. Yeah, a bench vice. I feel like I do not have a vice. I don't either. Currently in my uh in my arsenal, but a vice is something that my dad had on the workshop when I was growing up. He used it all the time. Yeah. I mean all the time. I, I would solid steel. Like very much to have. Uh and a lot of times you get a vice and you bolt that thing to your heavy duty, you know, table, and then on one side of it's like an anvil. Yes. You know, it's got this plate where you could just pound on things. I mean, that is a beefy tool. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. no joke. If you give it for Christmas, someone's going to guess what it is. They're going to say there's an engine block or a vice. <laughs> That's what's in here. Like, here's your 50-pound yeah. tin of cookies. Yeah. <laughs> but... The, uh, the, yeah, that, those actually are quite a bit more expensive than you would think. A decent bench vice is going to set you back $150, $200 easily. Wow. So that's a good gift idea. It's a great tool. You could use it for so many. I mean, every time you need a third hand to do what you're doing, that's an opportunity yeah. to use a bench vice. To safely grind metal on something. I mean, yeah. you got to have a bench vice. Yeah. Whatever that is. Uh, so anyway, bench vice, love that tool. Um, and, and there's so many other things, uh, 
A sawhorse set, for example. You know, I know that seems like an unconventional Christmas gift, but it's something that everybody uses, and it's a great idea. Well, and there's a difference between getting good ones and great ones, and I'll tell you about that after the break. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Tony Corey, your weekend warriors. Don't go away. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. I'm Corey Valdez. I'm Tony Cookston. Thanks for sticking around with us. Today we're talking about Christmas gift ideas for the Weekend Warrior in your family. Yes. And uh, before the break, we had mentioned sawhorses, which does sound kind of lame, you know, buying somebody a set of sawhorses, but there's a difference between buying, you know, anything, right? If somebody doesn't have something and you buy it for them that they need it, then they're probably appreciative. I agree with that. But if they that. have a set already, like say they have a set of sawhorses that are lame, <laughs> that fall apart, that are wimpy, not, and they yeah, tip over, strong, they don't yeah. hold very much weight, mm -hmm. consider getting them a set of Trojan sawhorses. This is a local company to the Pacific Northwest. They're based right out of uh, Washougal, Washington. And they make these sawhorses that are unbelievably strong. And collapsible. Yes, they collapse down. They're pretty heavy. They're solid steel. Uh, but when you set a set of them up, they will hold thousands of pounds. They literally, in their advertisements, they show a set of Trojan sawhorses holding up units yeah. of plywood. Yeah, that's right. They are very, very strong. We have a set that we bought for our mobile collapsible workbench video that we did. And you'll see, if you go watch that video on our YouTube channel, you'll see what they look like. But And they're not cheap. I love that. I mean, that that is a prime example of what these are perfect for. How many times have we set up and taken down that workbench? Oh, yeah. Hundreds of times. Yeah, countless, countless times we've set it up and taken it down and set up and take it down. And it takes up just the tiniest little bit of space when it's collapsed. And uh, and then it's full on, you know, workbench when it's up. So yeah. it's nice to be able to take the legs off and not worry about how strong it is when it's standing. I will say, Trojan sawhorses, you can buy them at Par Lumber Company, but you buy them by the pair. So buy they, come the, in a, they come you, in a box. You buy about, them by the horse. <laughs> no, by the pair. They One come sawhorse two, comes in a box. Correct. One sawhorse comes in a box. That's right. But it's but there's two in there, but that makes one horse. That's the key. That's, That's the key. It's so confusing. Because it's collapsible, it's four legs. But four legs only makes one horse. And so if you think, I want to get a pair of sawhorses, and you go buy a box of Trojan sawhorses, you you're going to get one, one. horse. Four, yeah. four legs makes one horse. That's right. Four one legs two makes by one. four that fills that those up. <laughs> so and if you could use that, that is they're pretty pretty handy. But really, you would need two yeah. boxes. Ideally, you would get two boxes. That would give you two sawhorses, yeah. which would give you two halves of a working surface. And that'll cost you. That'll set you back about anywhere, but depending on which size, you can get different sizes of them between you know seventy and eighty bucks. Yeah. Per side. Yeah, that's right. So 
but they're worth it. They are worth it. They're absolutely I've had amazing. People, I had them in the, did I tell you about this? Mm-mm. I had those in the back of my truck and I was driving through McDonald's or something. And there was a construction worker in the parking lot. And he ran over to my truck and knocked on my window and asked me where he could buy them. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. He was like, where did you get those? Yeah. I need a set of those. I was like, par lumber. Par it's, lumber. It was crazy. Yeah. That scared is, me. They are absolutely. I almost threw my Big Mac at them. Yeah, they, <laughs> absolutely top quality, uh, top quality sources. And, and I, we get a lot of uses out of the ones we have. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, let's go through some smaller things that, uh, th- you know, let's go back to that toolkit. What are some basic things that we would put in that toolkit? For instance, a pipe cutter. A pipe cutter. Absolutely. Copper pipe cutter. Mm-hmm. You know, that is one of those tools that if you don't have it, you need it. It's not expensive. You can't cut copper pipe cleanly without one. And if you're doing any sort of uh, you know, fixing things like that, you'll need a, a pipe cutter. Yeah, they're super inexpensive. Super inexpensive and so easy to use. Uh, it's silly not to have it for sure. How about a monkey wrench or a pipe wrench? Mm-hmm. That's a very, uh, you know, for a decent pair or a decent set. What would you call it? Would you call them a pair? I know. I Why just do you call, say call pliers a pair of pliers? <laughs> because it has two halves, of course. But yeah. a monkey wrench is just Pair one. Of scissors. One monkey wrench. But could you just use one scissor? I don't, I mean, you can if you were wanting to. Wouldn't s- that just be a knife? Stab something. <laughs> yeah, it kind of would. Like, would, what would you do with one plier? With a, with a weird handle with a hole in it. One grippy plier. One. Just, <laughs> makes no sense. It makes a paperweight, maybe. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah, like if you're doing any sort of plumbing, you'd need a pipe cutter. You would need um, a, a monkey wrench or a pipe wrench. What I just it? thought of an amazing idea. What? You take one half of a pair of scissors and one half of a pair of pliers and put them together. It's a scissor plier. Scissor plier. It holds it and cuts it at the same time. Patent it. Patent. Trademark. <laughs> scissor cutter. Scissor. I got scissor plier. I don't know. Scissor gripper. Plizzers. <laughs> yeah, we're not inventors. I don't know. Corey kind of is actually, but uh, that's a, those are very good ideas. Hey, look. Yeah. We're going to talk about saws. We're going to talk a lot about saws in this show because saws are, are, there's so many things out there. But in that essential toolkit, you know what I find is a pull saw, which is just a handheld. favorite. Just a handheld little saw for sawing the smallest little things. It can be some precision work. The coolest thing about it is, you know how when you're sawing through a piece of wood with a conventional handsaw and you're getting tired kind of and you're pushing and then the saw keeps bowing up on you like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's not wanting to go through? Well, you know what? This one cuts on the pull instead of the push. And so you put that saw on there and you pull it back and it cuts and you just ride it forward and pull it back and it cuts. The easiest thing in the world to use. I absolutely love my pull saw. Yeah, Vaughn makes a small one called a bear saw, and you can buy replacement blades for them. It's fantastic. I I use mine all of the time. It's they're super flexible. Yep. Uh, they're used for very specific things. Um, for flush cutting things, if you had a dowel, you could you know put the saw flat onto the surface and bend the handle up yep. and then flush cut that thing flat. Yeah, very um, cool. If you're installing hardwood floors or snap click flooring and you need to get underneath uh say a jam you know people i've seen it before where people take snap click flooring and they kind of 
cut the flooring around the jam. <laughs> yeah, it just they don't looks, push it underneath. Looks yeah. super hokey. Yeah. Well, that's what this saw is for. It cuts the jam out so that you can slide that flat underneath. <laughs> that is, uh, <laughs> but it's a great funny. tool, and those things are only like twenty bucks. Yeah, they're not expensive, uh, and they can be used for so many different things, and they're so easy to use. Yeah, a pole saw. That's a great one. Another thing that I have in my essential bag, of course, is a set of screwdrivers. We got a common slot screwdriver, a Phillips screwdriver, big one, little one, even a tiny one, and maybe a little snub nose, you know, common slot and Phillips. You just, the the places that you have to get into with those things, a lot of times don't allow for a, a battery operated or cordless yeah, drill. drill, right. And so uh, a good set of screwdrivers for me is great. And they sell those screwdrivers with replacement tips. But you know what? Those get lost. I just like to have conventional set of maybe six or eight screwdrivers that works good for me. I actually I have several, but I also have a set of the the all-in-ones. I keep that. That's a good stocking stuffer, honestly. An all-in-one screwdriver set. More Christmas ideas with Tony and Corey right after this. Show built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. Today, we're talking about Christmas gift ideas for the Weekend Warrior in your life. And uh, I was telling earlier in the show, one of the most fun things is when somebody comes into Par Lumber Company and I'm standing there and they say, can you help me find a present? And I say, <laughs> absolutely. That is my favorite thing in the world, yeah. to walk with somebody through the aisles, showing them all the different cool little gadgets and toys and tools that uh, somebody would find useful. And I always ask questions. What do they do? You know, are they a professional? Do they, do they frame for a living? Are they a contractor or are they a... Do-it-yourselfer. Um, yeah, do-it-yourselfer, a weekend warrior. So... You can always find something that they probably don't have that they could use. Yeah. So a fun thing to do is to get really cool stuff and put it in the stocking. So let's run through some of those stocking yeah. stuffers. Absolutely. That are small enough to fit. Because, you know, my stocking, I bought the biggest one. You know, my yes. is huge. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lots of stuff can fit in there. Tons. Yeah. Fill it up. <laughs> All right. Well, so let's right at the top. You know, um, how about this? You know, even though we're thinking about Christmas, we're also thinking about safety. And one really big excuse, maybe the biggest excuse that people use for not wearing proper protective equipment when they use uh, power saws and those types of big tools. I don't have it. I don't have any. Yeah. I don't know where my glasses are. Yeah. So they're very inexpensive. Um, uh, $10 maybe-ish or so, certainly under 20 you can get a nice pair of safety glasses. Uh, you can get a nice pair of earmuffs or earplugs. You know, they make those earplugs. It's like on a, it's got a little band, right, with earplugs mm -hmm, on both mm -hmm. sides. You can you have it around your neck until you need it and then pop it up into your ears and then take it back off. Ear protection, eye protection, hand protection. How about gloves? Some work gloves. 
They've got some super thin ones so that you can feel what you're working with or some heavier ones if you're working with some really rugged stuff. Those are great uh, gift ideas for the stocking. Yeah, the, uh, you know, I just bought a pair of these like more like tactical gloves. They're kind of a cross between a mechanic glove and like, uh, you know, like a work glove, but maybe something... Super grippy. Yeah, this, but like something maybe like a Navy SEAL would wear. Something Tom Cruise would wear in Mission yeah. Impossible. I mean, I love those. And I bought them for my emergency preparedness kit. But oh. it's a great thing to have because your hands, you know, if you're working on stuff you're not normally working on, especially the weekend warrior who only maybe uses their hands every other weekend or something, mm-hmm. you got to protect them because it gets soft. What size gloves would I get for your stocking? Um... Medium, I don't know. <laughs> I you have to give me extra girl hands. You have to give me extra banana, yeah. extra banana, banana hands. hands. Yeah, yeah I got a little. I got little hands, but they work. Yeah, well, gloves are a great gift. I agree with that. So, but yeah, your protection. Some, I you know, glasses. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. So, you have on here LED. Yeah, LED anything. But there's that's the thing. There's so much now. You know, we were just talking about that little tape measure, which has got an LED light on it. They have these uh, these lights, really cool work lights. It's uh, it's kind of like a wand. Let's say that it's about 18 or 24 inches long. It's got a light at each end, and then the middle between the two lights is flexible. So you can just put it around your neck, aim them both forward, up a little bit, and it's aiming. It's around your neck, not in your hands, and it's aiming at whatever you're looking at. And we have, Par has those? Yes, they're on the shelf right now, and they're inexpensive. I think I need one. Absolutely great stocking. So you can't get one. I already bought one for your stocking. Good. <laughs> Do you have a rule in your in your household where a certain amount of days before Christmas you can't buy anything for yourself? Well, my wife has that rule. Oh, I see. I don't <laughs> abide. You you don't ever typically. really stop buying things for yourself, do you? you if know, you I need don't. it, you just get it. I, if I need it, I get it. You don't ask questions. Not really. Yeah. I mean, I think the Christmas list is cheesy, in my opinion. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, write down all the things you want on a piece of paper. And then I'll go buy what you yeah, want. And I'll pick those. I'll just yeah. buy those. Yeah. I mean, that's dumb. That I hear what you're saying. Uh, that's why this that's why this Christmas list that we're giving, we're giving to the people to give them those ideas so that they don't have to ask. Right. right? Instead, you can ask questions surrounding it. You know, do you have a would you ever use a. Yeah. What is this used? I'll for? I'll tell you what the best gift, one of the best gifts my wife has ever gotten me without talking to me, without anything. She bought me a Craig jig, mm-hmm. like a, a nice one. And we used the living heck out of that thing building this latest black walnut table. If you don't have a Craig jig, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, this tool, it is this, this most simple thing in the world. It's a simple idea where you drill a angled pocket hole into the side of a piece of wood. Right at the end. Right at the end. And it, you know, when you screw the two pieces together, it... Just that's all it does. It drills this little pocket hole. Yeah, little pocket tunnel. hole jig. Drills a little tunnel, and then just at the end of the tunnel, a tiny, tiny little hole right in the center, and that hole comes right out of the middle of the end of that piece mm-hmm. of wood. And so you go and drive a screw through there, and it goes right out of the middle of the end of that wood, and right into the middle of the other piece of wood you're attaching it to. Man, it's amazing. And it's a very, very secure joint, and it works great. It really does. And that my that my wife got me that gift. 
and it's phenomenal. And she, you didn't ask for it. I didn't ask for she it. She didn't tell you you were getting I, it. I absolutely wanted one, and I never said anything about it. I just said, man, that is a really cool thing. And then after I got it, I used it, and I mean, it fell in love. I, I yeah. use it all the time now. <laughs> yeah. How many pocket holes did we drill for that table? Oh, at least at least 100 and Oh, well over 100. Yeah, well over 100. It was a Pocket lot. Pocket holes, yes. It was a lot. And that table is solid. Yeah, it is solid. Absolutely. So those little lights, those little LED lights, a great idea. Yeah. Neck light. They have a pocket light that clips right onto the pocket of a, your shirt. A pen light. They got a pen light that can also be in the pocket of your shirt. What about a Miller light? Well, you know, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> Miller light would, for a lot of people, not be a terrible, uh, not be a terrible stocking stuffer. Um, but here's another thing I like to find in my in my stocking, which is something that's necessary, but I probably don't buy it for myself. O'Keefe's Working Hands Cream. Have you ever used that stuff? I, you know, I have because Gorilla Glue Company bought O'Keefe's and they they sell this stuff. We And they actually sent us a box of it. Yeah. And they make chapstick. They make mm-hmm. uh, cream for your hands and it works phenomenally and the best part about it is it doesn't smell they make chapstick huh super duper flowery <laughs> you're using the chapstick <laughs> it's blurry it didn't it didn't go yeah O'Keefe's, of course it didn't o'keefe's lip repair this stuff is awesome it is awesome absolutely it actually tastes like candy cane which i like the peppermint one better than the the plain one they yeah. make a plain and they make a, a minty one yeah the minty that's this one, one. Is... cooling relief yes lip balm uh, O'Keefe's hand cream, O'Keefe's products as a whole are great products. They really are amazing. Um, that's a great gift idea for yeah. a stocking stuffer. Absolutely. Uh, here's a funny one. A cat's paw. Oh. A cat's paw. Sounds like a weird... What? How do you choose the cat you yeah. take that from? <laughs> a cat's paw is a metal tool for removing nails. It's kind of... Uh, I would give this to somebody that does framing or you know does framing projects or even. demo yeah or demo yeah a demolition worker would use that you hit hit one side of it with a hammer and the other side is shaped like a cat's paw so you can get down in through the wood fiber and pull that nail out yeah a lot of times the nail head is sunk down below the surface of the fiber and you got to dig right down in there and get it this is a great way to do that yeah it's a really cool tool and it's very inexpensive and very strong you use it for prying and all kinds of stuff yeah it's a great tool i agree uh that's uh that's another one of the things that's in my essential bag yes uh you know somebody i was asking somebody earlier today what they thought was a really good gift idea and they told me hand warmers oh yeah it's like really good stocking stuff oh my goodness my wife keeps hand warmers on hand on the regular absolutely uh, her hands get cold really easy. She loves hand warmers, especially hand warmers. this time of year. And they're yeah. pretty cheap. You can buy them for what, a buck? They're Couple very bucks. inexpensive. They come in like a two pack or a four pack. Yeah. Very inexpensive, easy to use. They last, I feel like they last a long time for yeah. for what you paid for. And, and it's definitely a, definitely a great stocking stuff. We got to take a quick break. When we come back, more lists of Christmas ideas. You're listening to Tony Core, your weekend warriors. Don't go away. Listening to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey.
and welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. Today we're talking about Christmas gift ideas, and we're talking about stocking stuffers currently. Uh, you know, the top one on my list was a Fat Max tape. Would fit in a, you know, stocking, no problem. Uh, but we also were talking about O'Keefe's hand cream, screwdrivers, hand warmers, work gloves. How about a pocket knife? Oh, yeah. A pocket knife, a really good pocket knife is invaluable. I mean, not only for the weekend warrior foot, but for everybody to have camping. I mean, they're just great to have. Sarge makes a really good pocket knife. Um, old timer. My dad carried around an old timer pocket knife. It's literally what it was called. This was called. It's a old brand. Timer. Old timer. Yeah. And uh, absolutely. He was never anywhere without that. He used it for everything. Literally everything. Cleaning under his fingernails. Oh, really? Unscrewing a screw, you name it. Like an old timer. Yeah, an old timer. <laughs> old timer pocket knife. Those are cool. Uh, but you know what's a step up from just a pocket knife? A Leatherman. Yes. A multi-tool. Something that's got scissors and a file and, you know, four or five different blades in there and a screwdriver and a, I don't know, a toothpick. You name it. Those things seem to have everything. Yeah. There are Pliers. Uh, I also bought one for my emergency preparedness kit. And uh, they're really handy to have. They really are. You know, in a pinch, you know, I like to keep one in my truck. So if I need to, you know, just anything, little, little projects, they're great. They absolutely are great. I love those things. It's a, it's a super good stocking stuffer idea. Let's jump. Yeah, let's jump. Let's we were talking about essential tools for your essential tool bag. Uh, you remember one of the things we talked about, of course, was just a decent set of screwdrivers, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's go quickly through another little section of things that should be in that. How about an Allen set? Yes. You know, and if you don't know what an Allen set is, some people call them Allen keys, uh, but it's it, it's Allen a hex, wrench. hexagonal uh, tool bit. Generally in the shape of a 7 or an L. Yeah, yeah. And you can buy them Yeah, in sets of metric and SAE. I like to have both sets, and you want a full, complete set of both sets. You know, if somebody has one and they're really old, they're probably missing or they're rounded over. So a brand new set of SAE and metric Allen set keys yep. are, that's a great gift. Yeah, there's a couple of ways to get them. You can get a small, compact set that's kind of like a, you know, kind of like a knife in a, in a way, and they yeah, just like a fold switch, out. Yeah, fold, yeah. yeah, all of them fold out. That's a small, inexpensive set. You can also buy them with a T-handle with a long uh, with a long head on it, and those things can really allow you to get in there and and uh, tighten those things up good. So yep. uh, that's really good. How about Again, this? Again, don't chintz. No, don't chintz. How don't about cheap. box end wrenches? Yes. Open end, end and box end wrenches. Yeah, that's a, again, that's a same, same sort of thing. You can buy metric and SAE. So you'd have, you know, two millimeter through 20 millimeter and, you know, eighth inch or quarter inch, depending on how small you want to get them all the way through seven eighths or an inch and a quarter, inch and a half. So yeah, those sets of uh, wrenches, box end and open end wrenches. Yeah. Are, that's a great idea. Yeah. Those are good. Uh, you know, that really kind of rounds out the my essential tool bag. I think most of the things that that really needed to be in there. Really? I mean, because we, we've talked about some of them earlier in the show, and now we're it's talking a pretty about weak, some of them now. Is it a weak me? bag? <laughs> well, thanks a lot. I mean, I think I, I didn't necessarily. I mean, it's got pliers in it, too, right? It's got there's several different sets of pliers that would be in it. We kind of talked about those. Um, we talked about linemen's pliers, plumber's pliers. We talk about vice grips. 
That's a set of pliers, but it's a different animal. Well, yeah, we haven't talked about pliers yet on today's show. We oh. have we have talked about pliers before. I mean, yes, there are a million different types of pliers. Needle nose, uh, dykes, plumbers, pliers, linesmen's, nippers, wire strippers, bolt cutters. There's all, like all these crazy different things that fit into that category. But if you just got a plier set, you know, Nipex with a K, K-N-I-P-E-X. Oh, man, oh, man, yeah. Be prepared to spend some cash. Those things are. Nipex is probably the best all-around uh, plier tool in the world. I agree with that. They're and they also, bar none they're known for. It. They also make a set of pliers, really strong pliers, that are about four inches tall. <laughs> it's like a miniature little set of plumber's pliers. I mean, they are really, really yeah. nice Super strong. Channel Lock makes a good set of pliers as well. Yes. Um, but Nipex definitely, in my opinion, tops the chart as far as quality goes. Yeah. Super easy to use. High quality. Vice Grip now. Yeah, that's different. Clamping pliers, right? These things are these are pretty essential. I would say a set of vice grips is pretty essential. Yeah, for uh, depending on what you're doing. You know, if you're somebody that's working it with plumbing a lot or, you know, uh, metal and things like that. Maybe even the mechanic in your life. Yeah, vice grips are great. This is a, this is essentially a combination of a clamp and a set of pliers. You grip right onto it, mobile-like, and uh, and it clamps down. And then you just got locks. a little release. Yeah, it locks down, and it's got a little release lever that lets it up. We there actually had a we actually used a pair of a modified set of those vice grip type things with your uh, with your. Craig jig when we were doing oh, yeah. those drilling those mobile holes down through that area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, it's a great tool. For example, what are some other tools? Let's go. Uh, let's go with some power. Tools. Yeah, we haven't started talking let's about the power. Some big Over a hundred dollars, you're going to be getting into some of these more expensive, you know, gift ideas. But I tell you what, Makita, Makita has come out with the most incredible line of yard tools ever. And they're cordless. They're completely cordless. They use the same Makita batteries as their drills, as their saws, everything. It's the same battery. But these new Makita yard tools, the bigger ones, use two batteries. So you slam two batteries on there, and you can, like I have one, and I can weed whack my entire yard. I mow, and then I use the weed, the trimmer, the, you know, the line trimmer. Mm -hmm. Take the batteries off of that. Put it on the blower, blow the entire lawn, the driveway. I can clean everything off with the same two batteries, and I don't have to try and start anything. No gasoline, none of that garbage. Yeah, and I'll tell you, that's saying something, because what's happening right now during the holiday season, Par Lumber Company actually has Makita tools on sale, and they have some sales where you buy a tool that comes in a box with two batteries, right? You buy a tool with two batteries, and they give you two more batteries for free, which is an amazing deal because those batteries range between eighty and one hundred and twenty bucks a piece, depending on uh, how much power they hold. Yeah, those that's are a very two hundred or two hundred and fifty dollar discount uh, that they're giving you. And I tell you, one of those tools, just as an example, is the Makita rear handle circular saw, which you own. Yeah, we use and we use that almost exclusively. I can't even tell you the last time. I pulled out my corded skill saw. Right. I can't even tell you. Right. It's been two years. 
Yeah, because that, that rear handle Makita circular saw just absolutely does the job. And it's got power. And, and it does it, it well. You can make hundreds of cuts with it. I mean, why would you want to plug something in when you can just have it cordless? Right, yeah, And when right. the batteries die, you swap them out. Yeah, uh, it works really good. It's a it's a great performer. It does not lag. Uh, it, it's definitely a great tool. And Makita seems to be setting that example. Well, here's the best part about that saw is it takes standard seven and a quarter saw blades. Yeah. You know, some of the first cordless saws that came out, special blade. And that's Makita's MO, right? They're not requiring special stuff. Same battery, all their tools. It uses the same seven and a quarter inch circular saw blade that everybody else uses. I mean, a lot of people come out with these circular saws and they require a five and a quarter yeah. or a five and a half. That you have to pay or like $30 for a blade. Yeah. And, they, and then because the size is so weird, whoever's manufacturing the blades makes one Oh, you know, and then you're stuck with that one blade if it's even in stock. So, yeah, this is uh, there's no doubt that they gave a lot of consideration to the people that were going to be using it and the ease of use and the ease of replacement parts and all of that stuff. Batteries fitting all their tools. It's uh, it's a pretty awesome thing they've got going on right now. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, we could probably talk an entirely another segment about Makita. Uh, I have so many Makita things on this list. We'll just zip through them real quick in the next segment. So many Mikita tools, so little time. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for sticking around. If you haven't already, go check out our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube channel. We are at WW Home Show. Uh, or you can go to our website. It's www.homeshow.com. And all of the links are on there. Or you can go to par.com. That's P-A-R-R.com. Click on the Weekend Warriors link. And uh, all of our podcasts are on there. Our video links. Everything is up there. So go check that out. Today we're talking about Christmas gift ideas for the weekend warrior in your life. And before the break, we were talking about Makita. I mean, there are there are so many Makita tools that I want that I probably would go broke if I bought them all. We've definitely jumped into the over 100 range at definitely, this point. Definitely. I mean, if you're getting into, you know, full Makita sets, yeah, you're looking at spending some cash. Uh, before the break, we were talking about the yard tools. Mm -hmm. Absolutely the best investment period i mean we tony and i have talked on the show several times about ethanol gas and you know leaving it in your small engines and it ruins those gas or ruins your motors those small engines so you really got to really take care by ethanol free gas a lot of times it's premium so you're paying four dollars a gallon get rid of all that junk <laughs> yeah. you never have to worry about changing the spark plug you charge the battery, you plug it in, and it rolls. And I'm not kidding you. I was a skeptic. They are so powerful. I throw one battery on my trimmer, and I can trim my yard both front and back. Same battery, blow the whole thing out, and it's clean. Yeah. You know? And I'm not burning any fossil fuels doing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. No, it's great. I agree with that. Uh, and everything they've got, that's they've gone on this whole uh, cordless thing. They've got all of these cordless tools, 
and they all use the same battery and they're absolutely phenomenal. I, I have a, uh, I have a, uh, a couple of Makita tools, which allowed me to have some Makita batteries to get started. Now I can buy more tools and I don't necessarily have to buy more batteries or, or whatever. Um, but I love the versatility. You know, I bought a Makita blower, a small Makita blower. They have some big ones too. I bought a small Makita blower to blow off the workbench or the, the saw or whatever I'm using. But uh, I was excited to learn that it has a second use. Starting fires. Yes, sir. Absolutely. If we go camping and Corey and I do go camping together, we go camping and Corey pulls out the old Makita thing and uh, he gets the little thing, little fire started down there and blows on those coals and man, all <laughs> that thing just goes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, just that's uh, absolutely great. I know. I, I actually learned of doing that because I was down there. You know, you put your face down there and you're blowing on the fire trying to get it going and then you're sucking in all the <laughs> yeah. smoke and it's horrible. And then yeah. that one day I was like, I don't know why I just don't bring my Makita blower. Yeah. And there's me with the biggest fire in the campground yeah. that was sitting in my chair. Absolutely great. And then the blower comes back out about every, you know, 15 minutes. Yeah, just gotta, stoke that thing. Just keep it going. Stoke it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Makita tools. Impact driver, right? Impact driver and drill driver set. Great set. Absolutely um, everybody needs to have, I, you use your impactor more than your screwdriver. I'd say probably five to one. Oh yeah. Driving screws and impactor. That's where it's at. In it, my opinion. Yeah, It works really good, but having them, but there are some things you don't want to use an impactor for. And so having a screwdriver, uh, or a drill driver and an impactor is a great set. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, here's a really cool one. If you have the money, a fine tool mm. spelled F E I N. Fine tools are not cheap. You're going to be paying 300 plus. German, right? German made, German right? German made. They seem really silly, but it's an oscillating tool. So this motor oscillates the saw blade, kind of a flat bladed bare thing that you wouldn't think would cut anything. <laughs> right. But they work phenomenally for getting into small areas and in tight spaces, for cutting perfectly straight lines and sheetrock. Anything you can imagine, you can cut with them. Yeah, you mentioned uh, cutting off the bottom of a door jam earlier, which is right there close to the ground. But this thing gets right down there and zzz. Oh, yeah, no no time at all. No time at all. That is great uh, German technology. They There's obviously um, other brands that are making multi-tools now. Almost everybody is because it's such an amazing tool. But Fine definitely did a great job making that tool. And uh, I don't I think that the other tools have everything that that one's got. It's good. Yeah, for sure. Um, here's a couple other big ones. Some really good, big tool ideas. An air compressor. Yes. I mean, we're getting up there in price. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be spending 300 plus on a, on a decent sized air compressor, but that's a fantastic gift idea if they don't have one. Yeah. And if you're not somebody who does a lot with an air compressor, but you would like to have it for small craft projects, uh, you can get a, like a small half horse, maybe one gallon air compressor, very inexpensive. A lot of times you can get one in a kit with a little finished gun, like a brad nailer or a, or a stapler. And uh, for, you know, 110, 120, 130 bucks, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true. You can get the small ones. That's yeah, a good and, idea. And those, uh, those I you tell you what, I pack my little one around all the time for whatever I need a brad nail for or a stapler for. It works really good. But of course, sometimes you got to have a bigger job. Well, which again, that's a great gift idea. You know, pneumatic nail guns are awesome. They're awesome tools. Absolutely. You know, especially if you have somebody that builds anything, 
pneumatic, a, a pneumatic framing nailer, a coil nailer, finish nailer, brad nailer, pin nailer. They're all different. Pin nail is going to be your smallest. Tiny. Tiny little, they're wire nails, essentially. They don't even have heads on them. Mm -hmm. That's for like the finish, the very finish stuff that you're doing. Uh, brad nails are also finished, but they have a smaller head on them. Finished nails are quite a bit bigger, uh, but they also have finished heads on them. Then you get into the framing and coil nails. Coil nailer is really great for roofing, for siding, uh, putting up fence boards. I actually built my fence in my backyard a couple years back, and I went and bought a coil nailer just to install my fence because it was so efficient. Yeah. And, I mean, it saved me hours and hours and hours. So... That's a really great tool. And they're not terribly expensive. A couple but, hundred bucks. Right. But here's another thing, an absolute must, is a set of levels. And the best brand, in my opinion, for levels is Stabila. I feel like Stabila makes a really good level. And uh, they oftentimes will sell their levels in kits like uh, a torpedo level with a two-foot level, a four-foot level, and a six-foot level. Uh, you know, for... Honestly, not much more than $100, maybe $150. I feel like there's a deal going on at Par Lumber right now. Yeah, sometimes the kits you can get for a smoking deal. If you were to buy Stabila levels separately, yeah, a six-foot Stabila level is like $200 mm -hmm. easily, mm -hmm. over $200. A four-foot level is going to run you 60 bucks. So, it's, yeah, sometimes you can get those kits in there where they kind of combine and bundle them together. That is an amazing way to buy them. Yeah, it really is. And, and Stabila makes a super great level. The bright yellow ones. They are bright yellow with little red, <laughs> little red accents. How about this one, Corey? This is a big one. This is a really big one. Um, I know that you, you are in love with your table saw, but I'll tell you what. Bosch makes a table saw, a 10-inch table saw, that sells with a gravity stand. And this gravity stand uh, makes the saw super portable. You lay that thing down, fold it over, pick it up by the handle. You can carry it in one hand. And then when you get to where you're at, you flip that thing back around, swing that table underneath it, and boom, you've got it. Yeah, it has, it uses uh, cylinder, gas cylinders. So when you kind of click that thing over, it rises itself, you know, up into a table. Yeah, and, and it's got you, wheels on it. Yeah, when you go the other way, you can pull it and then it lays down flat. It's yeah. pretty. Pretty neat thing. They're not cheap, though. No, they're not cheap. They're, you know, 600 bucks. But uh, but it is a nice tool, and it's very portable, which makes it even nicer. I'll give you another power tool that should be in everybody's arsenal, a Sawzall. Oh, yeah. And honestly, you could buy Sawzalls for under $100 for a really good Milwaukee Sawzall. You got to have it. Yeah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee definitely makes an amazing Sawzall. As a matter of fact, I think the word or the name Sawzall uh, is uh, is a Milwaukee name. It is. Uh, and everybody calls them Sawzall. It's actually a reciprocating saw. Right. Everybody um, else calls theirs reciprocating saw. Yeah, but, but Milwaukee's got that Sawzall locked down. They know how to do it for sure. Uh, another big purchase might be a compound miter saw. Oh, a yeah. A sliding compound miter saw. You know, Makita actually makes a battery-operated one. Yes, I'm very excited to to play with one. I want to get one really badly. The one that I have is quite a few years old. Doesn't really cut straight anymore. Yeah. I want to get a new one. Uh, and the Makita one blows my mind that it just uses two Makita batteries and you can get well, you be jealous a ton of cuts. I've used it. I don't own it, 
but I've used it. And it is it pretty is slick. Slick, baby. Absolutely, very nice. Yeah, I want that. I like that. It's got a it's got a laser on it too, which you know lines out your cup for you. It makes it really nice. Well, this is it. this is a great list of things. I feel like we've talked about a lot of stuff. If you soaked up any of this, uh, then you should have something that will help you when you go out to buy the gift for the weekend warrior in your life. All right, folks, that's all the time we got. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Your Weekend Warriors right here on the Weekend Warriors Radio Network, and have a Merry Christmas.